I'm Dave. I'm William. And this is the Digital Marketing Lab Podcast. This episode, this episode, William, William provides a guest Ryan from his DP Marketing, and they go over the latest trends for SEO in 2019. Uh, William is an SEO whiz slash nerd. Yay! Um, and I mean nerd in like the a best huge compliment. I mean, really, you're huge. you're excellent at what you do. Thank you. Um, and so I just want to kind of have a conversation because I know SEO is a hot button. Uh, if you're plumbing or HVAC shop, uh, trying to grow your business, um, SEO is a big deal, um, and it helps you get more customers. It's the bulk of the search traffic getting to like, your business. Most stats right now are about 60% of the searches are related to SEO. Anyways, um, so I just wanna talk about current trends because we've seen a lot of changes with yeah. Google over the past year, over the past few months even. Yeah. Um, let's not keep it nerdy yet. Like, Let's get down there in a second, but I'd like to know, in your opinion, what's the most interesting things that you've seen Google change that maybe a business owner can actually do something about. Gotcha. From a business owner's perspective. Yeah, why not? I mean, because yeah. the guys watching this, like, they're not, they're not a you, mm. right? They're not an SEO. I'm player. not them. Yeah. So, like, help, help this guy who's watching it right there. Help him. So let's start with reputation. Reputation. I, th- I think reputation is always going to be the uh, baseline of our brand. What What do you mean by reputation? So when I'm talking reputation, I'm talking how people talk about us in social media, how people talk about us on Yelp how people talk about us on Google My Business. Are these like reviews you're talking about? Or are you talking about reviews and mentions, shares, uh, unhappy people that didn't necessarily leave a review, but just had some bad things to say about us. Okay, so. Also, yeah. BBB. BBB. A great reputation management position or place. <clears throat> so, and uh, I know depending on like who's watching this where they live, the BBBs are different. I know there's mm-hmm. some structural changes going yeah. on. And like locally for us, they've changed how they do the reviews, right? They're like discarding, it's like they're discarding reviews older than two years. Yeah, yeah. they're changing their algorithm. So they're, they're changing it up. Um, okay, so most of the guys watching this video, if it's the first time they haven't, but if they're watching this channel, they know that I preach about the importance of reviews. Yeah. From what you're saying, what, what would you say makes reviews important or even those mentions, those shares? Why, why is that a big deal? So this is a big deal because it becomes a part of those signals that tells Google this got, this business is trust, trusted. We can move them up in the Google SERPs or this business What's is a SERP, What's SERP a is a search engine results page. So if I go to Google, Yahoo, Bing, DuckDuckGo, type something in, I'm going to call that a query. And then all those results that show up, that's my search engine results page. And so there's going to be like t- one through ten at the bottom. There's usually about ten per page of organic. So you're looking at about hundred results. Got it. So you're saying that these mentions, these shares, they influence those yeah. results. Yeah, up, up or down. And so that's why we want to have an agency watching our reputation. It's called reputation management because it is a signal and it is it is so manageable by a business owner because you've also got your eyes on your own brand. I pray to God, and you know when someone walks out of your your door. Or, or out of your business, not necessarily out of your business, but when you leave their home and you know they feel like, or you're sensing they feel like they've had a three-star experience before that person ever gets to an online uh, review, we need to protect our reputation. So is there like a couple things that maybe somebody could do, like easy things that aren't super whiz kitty? Mm. Uh, With a client? Yeah, yeah. So a customer's had a, a mediocre or yeah. worse experience, like what? A business owner has to call. 
So okay. usually your business owner isn't going to be necessarily always showing up to these to these clients' right. homes and doing the work. Okay. And so whenever you catch wind of a client that feels like there's a three-star experience, number one, the homeowner has or the business owner has to get involved. If the business owner doesn't get involved and become known to the client, then it's just a business that gave me a mediocre experience. They'll jump online, they will rip us, and then what happens next is our team has to get involved yep. because we see the signal coming to our phones and our computers, yep. and all of a sudden we have to call the business owner, we have to say, such What's and going such on? said this, such and such said this. Give us a backstory. And yep. then we have to get in there and tailor yep. a, a response. And so there are other things that we don't have on signals. Facebook, obviously, Yelp, obviously, Google Business, obviously, we can see them. But every year, new review sites, new places where people can talk about us negatively pop up and they're kind of under the cracks. Google is finding ways to use these signals to rank you. Business owners have to stay on top of it before it ever hits the web. So, okay, so reviews, those social signals, that's huge. What is there maybe one, maybe one other thing you go, this is within a business owner's grasp, like most shops or most companies we see, they always have this little thing wrong that, man, if they just did that one thing, it would make a world of difference. So with reputation, along with it comes trust. You know, right. these, are, these are kind of like intangibles in a way we're talking about here, reputation and trust. What exactly is that? I think I'm going to loop all that together with complaint solving. I just, I can't, yeah. I can't stop talking about complaint solving as a business owner. Before it ever hits us, where we have to pay attention, figure it out, it's complaint solving before it ever hits the web. And I'm not talking about discard the 70, 80, and 90-year-olds because they're on the web too and worry about the 20, 30, 40-year-olds because they grew up with the web and they know right where to go to give right. you a one-star review. I think the complaint solving has to be uh, really good before they get to us. And yep. then we have to have a strategy, which we do, yep. for complaint solving online. You know what's funny? So <clears throat> when I was in college, I uh, waited tables at a restaurant. <laughs> Uh, it was it was like an upscale Chinese I restaurant. I cannot imagine that. I was I was a good server. Nice. I believe um, it. So one one of the things that I loved about this company is that they, they had this philosophy called wowing the mm, guest, mm. right? So at the time they had very minimal marketing budget. Most of their budget was spent on brand experience, mm. on taking care of the customer at the table. Nice. And so, like as a server in college, I had the authority and the budget with which to comp food all day long. Yeah. I remember this one customer, that. like, they came in, they hated Chinese food. Yeah. And I was like, so dude, what do you, what do you want to eat? And he's like, I want a steak. And he was just kind of being a jerk about it. And so there was a steakhouse right next door and I literally went and got him a steak yeah. from this high end steakhouse, put it on our plate. Very empowered. Over the top, right? Yeah. He literally not only tipped, tipped crazy well, um, but he was back the next day to try Chinese food. Right? It was just one of these things where the company said, rather than us pay money at billboards or AdWords yeah. or magazines, like they'll... We're going to give you a budget. A great experience. So that brings me back to college. Um, there was a book they made us read in grad school. It was called Nuts. And it was all about the Southwest experience. Same thing. And it, it even shows you back how like uh, Home Depot, once upon a time, somebody... They, they talk about these things. Once upon a time, someone brought in tires to Home Depot. <laughs> they don't even sell tires. But back in the day, they recomped them because that was their policy. Because the huh. customer thought they bought it there. What I what you're making me think of also is in my own small business experience, I used to have what's called a dream 100. And these are 100 people that each one of my employees built my business around. And so these are 100 people that my employees get to know their name, get to know their details, know their experience, know about them. If I can have each one of my employees remembering 100 That's people, huge. That's huge. they will connect with them. They don't have to connect with everybody. There's 100 people, it's my dream 100. You have a dream 100 if you're stepping into my clients' lives 
Figure out a way to make them your dream 100, and it will—it's it, a part of that complaint solving. It, it empowers you to go it's, and buy a steak across the street. Right, it's before the complaint even exists. You—if they're in your dream 100, you find ways to make them happy. That's awesome. And it never hits online, and all we get is fives and fours, and our clients soar so much quicker. So okay, now I'm curious to know because those are great things for a business owner. And if you're watching this, right, there's there's some good stuff there. But just honestly, it's at the end of the day, it's like just taking care of people. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, don't be a tool. <laughs> if uh, if you watch the if you ever watch The Office, I love The Office. I did for a long time. There's like there's this thing where Dwight goes. I ask myself, would an idiot do that thing? Uh -huh. And if an idiot would do that thing, I do not do that thing. Uh -huh. <laughs> so if a tool would do that thing, don't do it, right? Yeah. For, stupid is a stupid dust. Yeah. One of my favorites. So what about um, for somebody like you, who's more technical, who's more in the back end, who's not a business owner, but um, we're working with businesses behind the scenes because. Let's be honest, companies, they throw a lot of money at us to try to get the results, yeah. and they don't realize how sometimes hard or how nuanced or how um, how scientific the process is. Are there maybe a couple things that you've seen that are big changes that are kind of technical that are difficult to apply if you're just if you're just a dude sitting in a home office? There's no way for a dude sitting home in a home office to do these things. There's no way. I was a business owner and an SEO for my own business at the same time, and it became a point where I had to switch into a full-time agency and run that agency as an SEO. So what what do you think are some of the biggest things that you've seen changes lately at Google? Because there's been a lot of those changes, right? So when we sit around and we look at these HVAC and plumbing clients, all right, there are things that aren't going to touch us, but right. we have to pay attention to them sure. because they may one day. Such as? Such as one, mobile-friendly indexing. It touches That's us huge. all day. It touches us all day. And guys, you should know this. Your customer, like chances are, no. they're staring at their water oh, heater. Yeah. And they're like, oh crap, my water heater's broken. So they're looking on their phone first. And depending upon what vertical they're looking in, such as YouTube or Google or images yeah, or videos. whatever discovery channel is, it, right. It, it, it depends upon what device they're using. And so you have to be first above all, mobile first index. And that's important to Google. Beautiful. That's a huge deal. It's a huge deal. That you have to be able to touch and get to the next place, the next link. Click the, the call. You have to be able to click it. Like when it's like this. Fat and, gummy fingers. Yeah, so you have to think of the fat gummy fingers. Right. And so that's what we do. We've already thought of those fat gummy fingers. We're already ahead of that. Because before that, we were thinking about SSLs. We have to get sure. all of our sites secure. And then Still important. Oh, oh my, yeah, I mean, it's, it doesn't go away. Right. So it's always there now. And so number two is, is page speed. Google is valuing page speed more and more. So what is page speed for somebody watching this who doesn't know? I'm with you. I'm not going to get too technical. Sure. Because we, I could get into time to first bite. I could get into paint. Um, what I'm talking about is as a, a business owner, there are things that they can do. They can go to tools.pingdom.com and they can just ping their homepage. Just, just get an idea of the time. What we do is we do massive more, much more massive checks right. than that. We're going to go to uh, Google Lighthouse. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to look at your homepage. I'm going to right click it. I'm going to hit inspect. I'm going to hit those two greater than signs. I'm going to hit audit. I'm going to do a site audit. That, that's one of like four yeah. or five places we're going to be doing audits. Right. And so from our angle, we're running those audits to make sure the page speed is what Google likes. And, and I run a generic back here on the back end. We tell our teams, look. A page should not be over 2.5 megabytes. That's crazy. 2.5 megabytes yeah. isn't nothing. But for a web page and for where people are finding us and searching us in deal. their communities with, with like low speed internet, 2.5 megabytes, and, and we want a page, this is very hard to hit, but we want it to load in 1.5 seconds. Whew. And, and you never always hit it. Every page never always hits it. Right. But that's, that's what our benchmark is. That's what we shoot for. What would you say about... Um 
oh, it just escaped me. So you have like some technical things, right? Is there any other thing that you go, hey, all of a sudden this is mattering more than it used to or mattering less than it used to? Yeah. Is there any sort of big transition that you've seen? So it seems like every year Google ratchets up reputation, trust, oh, yeah. advertising, complaint um, solutions or complaint solving. It feels like every year, no longer can you go create Donkey Kong in your city.com and instantly because you've got the, the keywords and the geo yeah. modifier in there, you're instantly fighting with incumbents. So every year Google's saying, look it, we've got incumbents with reputation, yep. let's signal reputation. And so every year it seems like that's becoming more and more part of the of the local ranking. Yeah, and we saw we saw a big shift this past fall, right? Where all of a sudden they start devaluing the actual URLs, yeah. like what was the slug in the URL? Mm -hmm. They start devaluing that and in, like boosting. It's not weight. gone. It's, it's just not gone. But that's them. They're they're, they're switching weight. So the goal for somebody like us, right, is to not not exploit the weakness of Google on that given day. No, 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 no. Right, but it's to understand what's the overall trend and gist they're looking for that we always have sustainable results. Some search changes yeah. might help us more than others. Some might hurt us more than others. But that's the game. Generally speaking, yeah, that's the game. We always want to be so, doing those best practices. So back here in the agency, we're managing all of the things that matter, and every right. every week, and hundreds month, of things. We're learning about new things and right. adding them in. So the things that a business owner has to watch out for: reputation, trust, making sure they're spending money on advertising. Back here, there's hundreds of signals that Google's looking at, right. and the equation is always changing. Right. And so we're making sure that our shuffling is making sure that we're trending this way. So yes, one thing may devalue where we worked on in the past. We've got a collection of things we're working on That's here. Good. And so we're always keeping our clients moving forward, moving up, regardless of algo changes. That's good. Well, I, I, I feel like we've had some good stuff, and this is a long video at this point. I mean, we're sitting at 15 minutes, so I wonder if we saw We've even here. just brushed it. This just, is like... Just, <laughs> just a piece of slice of this thing. Uh, here's the point, I guess. There's been some crazy big changes. Yeah. There will always be crazy big changes. Let me say them. Like GD, um, GDPR. It's Huge. General Data Protection Regulation. Yep. It, it mostly affects European companies right now. But, but to think it's not going to affect us in the future. It is already trickling down. Companies that don't have an agency on their side are so screwed. It's so I don't hard. know what they're going to do. The and legal then, ramifications of oh, it's huge. violation are yeah, there's penalties. massive. Uh, the last thing that we're not going to talk about is Amazon search. Amazon, 50-some oh percent of people that are looking for products go directly to Amazon. To think that Amazon won't one day try to touch service industries is naive they are and not how the internet works so we have to keep an eye on it even though right yeah, now plumbing HVAC, I agree we're not selling products we're selling a service Amazon Amazon I would say is, is the bane of something they are getting better at Google than Google's getting better at Amazon that so the tipping point for that we're already past that they are definitely better where it bleeds in to affect service companies where that tipping point is that's what yep. you have to have an agency on your side working on your local but paying attention to what's happening in the future. It's huge. There's a lot. There's a lot to juggle. And I hope, I mean, this is literally, this is kind of how we talk, right? Like, there's a All lot, day. there's a All lot day. that goes into it. Um, and it is a science. It's not like a yeah. voodoo magic. Science and art. And art. But uh, a lot of science. There's a, there's a crap ton of science. So I hope this is helpful. If you've enjoyed this episode, we'd also love to field any questions you have about digital marketing, web development, or SEO. Hit us up at William at NoZakConsulting.com or Dave at NoZakConsulting.com. For now, this has been the Digital Marketing Lab Podcast.